T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. The forward 44, Patrick Willis, and a guard wearing 12, Ayo Donsunmu. The head coach of the Bulls, Billy. Come on. Seriously, Patrick Williams is from Charlotte, North Carolina, and the PA announcer butchered the kid's name? Come on. Brutal, man. They had, what, retired his number at his high school? Like, Yeah, it was nice stuff. And, and then, what was it, his former principal or professors yelling at him to shoot it? I loved her. She's like, stop passing the ball. Shoot the damn thing. I'm like, I want her to sit next to me during games. Hell yeah. Patrick and, Willis. And for her to be at games to tell him to shoot. Yes. That's what I mean. Like, like and, and he actually I, So he so he can hear her. He started out playing fine. He started and he missed some threes, but he was taking good shots. It looked like he was he was playing aggressively and one nice little sort of a Jason Tatum spin move. And then it's like, oh, okay, not not my turn anymore. And a guard wearing twelve, <laughs> Io Donsunmu. DeAndre Ayton! DeAndre Jordan! You know what I love Some about DeAndre. this? I love that we already have... I feel like sometimes Mike thinks he needs permission to just go rogue. And let me just tell you something right now, Mike Rankin. You don't. I know that you're in your Friday bag. Stay in your Friday bag all Patrick week. Patrick Willis. <laughs> do what you got to do. We're never going to get tired of hearing it. The echo on DeAndre Ayton. I mean, come on. DeAndre Jordan. Some DeAndre. (laughs) DeAndre somebody. DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Jordan. (laughs) You know who's a DeAndre? You ever see Bubble Man on, on the bridge by the Sheraton? Yeah. When, when I turn to head towards Lakeshore Drive, I see him there. DeAndre. He's a DeAndre? Yeah. All right. Yeah, but I, I didn't know, but I heard one of the tour guides on the boat architecture tour say, everybody say hi to DeAndre as they went under the bridge. Oh, wow. And he was he was waving the, the bubble wand around. That's cool. Yeah. So now I, now I know him. Although I gave him a hat that he never wears. and, and I and You I, don't know if he never wears it. 
He could be wearing it right now. Would you know? No, I wouldn't. But he doesn't wear it while he's doing his bubbles. So the branding, like, hey, it was a nice hat that I that somebody gave me, and I regifted it because it was cold, and he didn't have a hat. He probably wore it that day. I don't know. I don't think he likes me. Well, I mean, no one likes you. Dan, I know. I don't think he, maybe he doesn't share my taste in hats, or he just didn't. I don't know. I just I kind of he feel just like, doesn't. Just, you know, one time wear it just to say maybe hey. But I think that he probably wore it immediately. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't think that you should worry about it. I think it was a good thing that you did. No good deed goes unpunished. Yeah, like watching the Bulls game oh, last night. No, that's that's. Can, can I ask yeah, you a question? Yes. Remember when back at the beginning of the season, it was kind of shadowy, and it was like, "Hey, did you guys hear about this extension that Billy Donovan got?" And we were like, "No." What do you mean, Billy Donovan got an extension? And it was all during the Zach trying to be the man because he's a max player now and then it was kind of quietly floated out there yeah the bulls extended billy donovan if if they extend you if they are if they are saying to you we are giving you the power of a lengthy contract worth millions of dollars and we are willing to put it out into the public sphere so that everyone knows that you're not going anywhere no matter what this guy says why don't you wield that power? I'm I'm not saying become a tyrant. I don't I don't No, I don't, I'm just I'm just saying call a timeout and tell Demar it's not his turn. Why do you feel like you still have to walk on eggshells? And as I've said since the beginning of the season, I like Billy. I think Billy's smart. I think that he knows what he's seeing and I think that he does his best to try and tell us without telling us what the problems are with the Bulls. I need him to be more direct. And, and I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about, Dan. Last night, the Suns weren't very good. And Monty Williams said so. It's situational awareness. and Like I told the guys, every possession has to be important to us. I didn't think it was important tonight across the board. I thought our bench came in with very little awareness of the game plan. We made a few subs. I made a few subs. And the energy went, focus went. And then in that situation, it was not um, as important to us as it was to them to get the ball, period. Okay. It's pretty pointed. And and there have been times, including some of the stuff that Billy said last night, where you feel like there's ownership being taken by the coach. Um, I clearly made a mistake. We we were not prepared. Our guys were not, didn't stick to the game plan. Now, we've heard Billy kind of soft sell that at the end of games, mostly about Zach, where it's been like, that wasn't really what we were looking for. We were looking for a three-pointer, or we were looking for a backdoor cut for Alex Caruso, but Zach made the right play by calling a timeout because he didn't see the play that we had actually drawn up on the board. This was Billy talking about the Bulls and their effort in last night's game. We don't have a margin for error at all, and we've got to be competitively the group that just looks totally desperate. Like, we're, we just got to be desperate. And Dean, I don't know how, any other way to say it. We just, we can't just line up and go out there and play and kind of just everything's going to work itself out. And we're going to wait for the fourth quarter and we're going to close the game out. That happened a lot last year. It's not happening this year. You know, we're going to have to be able to find different ways to win games. And we got to, you know, come together to try to be able to do that. Can I read an email that a friend of mine sent me? Sure. That is, uh, it is your working 
Billy Donovan thesis in different words. Okay. Okay. I always like when someone can kind of add to my work and make it better. So I'm here for it. Well, this the, the, the email reads thusly. I'll stipulate they truly miss Lonzo Ball and that folks may be hyperventilating about their rank mediocrity without him and that Zach Levine's getting the max, but is clearly not a max talent. But what about Billy Donovan? These post-game press conferences are curious. He's like a disembodied voice, an NBA Alexa with dispassionate and seemingly acute recall of all that just played out over the previous several hours, including halftime strategic discussions, but detailing all as if he was just a guy, a ticket holder, sitting in decent, maybe even courtside seats, with no sense of obligation and self-criticism, just having viewed the passing parade. The juxtaposition last night of the Bulls playing away at a pretty awful team with the Knicks, absent their top rebounder, away at a superior team, the Celtics, was vivid. One team sort of packed it in late, while the other was seemingly forced by their maniacal coach to keep pushing, keep working their tails off, in the end, snatching an overtime victory. And again, there was the very perceptive Bulls coach, offering a post-game account that you would expect more of Sam Smith or Casey Johnson, who are paid to report on the game, than a guy taking in seven figures for coaching and inspiring the motley crew with Bulls uniforms on. It's weird. It is weird. And that's what I keep coming back to the the idea of the power dynamic of, hey, man, you're the dude. Unless, okay, you know how there's no details that have been reported really on the extension for Billy? Like, are we sure that he actually has an extension? Nobody said that that wasn't a valid report. Okay, I'm. I didn't hear. I didn't hear any pushback. But did you hear any details? No. On it. No. Okay. I. I just feel like he's not acting like a coach who has good standing, and maybe it's part of his per, his coaching personality. That he is trying to make everything work. That he doesn't want to break any eggs. And I and I understand, like, if that's your vibe, if that's how you get things to work, so be it. I'm, I'm not trying to knock it. It just seems like it's a cycle that we continue to see over and over again where Billy clearly knows what's wrong with the team and is very careful in the way that he describes What's wrong for the team? It might be learned helplessness. It, it might be an understanding that there's nothing he really can do about it just because, look, they don't shoot enough threes, period. They don't shoot enough threes. They shoot the least amount in the league. They're not playing modern basketball. Also, they lack athleticism. They don't have two-way guys. That's why so many of these guys you've never heard of in the in the end of the third and the start of the fourth quarter are jumping all over the place, grabbing offensive rebounds and dunking on them. Because they just don't they don't have enough guys like that. They're not athletic. So everything's got to be perfect defensively. Their rotations have to be perfect. They can't foul. How often is the other team in the bonus almost halfway through you, a period? It's five minutes left and you're five like, minutes left. They're and, in the bonus. At, all the time. Because they're playing defense with their hands and not moving their feet. Because they're not quick enough. They're not getting back. And they're not long enough. And they're chasing, 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 and they end up fouling. There's just no easy points for them because they can't make enough threes. 
So the moment one thing starts to go, it all breaks down. For them to win, it's got to be perfect. And and they can't compromise any effort. Never, any of it. They never can. And you saw some of that last night. Mason Plumley is out here going nine for nine and having a big – Stacy is right. His jump shot is as ugly. He switched hands. Remember? Yep. He used to shoot with the other hand. It was so bad, he switched hands. Went nine for nine from the field, including that jumper from the corner in last night's game. You lost a game where LaMelo Ball was shooting from everywhere and missing. Two for 15? He had like five in and outs, too. I still love him. I get it. I love his game. I get it. But in the game where you had that performance from their star, you lost. And you lost kind of big. It it doesn't make sense. Didn't they miss 18 straight threes at one point? Yes. Your opponent missed 18 consecutive threes and you lost by a lot. And, and then, you know, LaMelo hit a big one. He hit a huge three, which, which speaks to the point that you were making yesterday. Keep shooting. It, 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 what'd you say? that The O wasn't the thing you were mad at. It was the 10. It was the 10 as far as the attempts that the Bulls made with their three-point shots. Scary Terry Rozier is out here getting 28. And you keep you keep losing players too. You have this run where Vooch feels great about himself. And the offense is clicking. You have this run where Patrick Willis. <laughs> what you talking about? Where Patrick Williams is out here showing you some things where you go, okay, I can see it. I can see why they're so high and excited about this guy. And he even gave you one last night. Like, you're right. That 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 turnaround on the baseline was sweet. And I don't mind. He went one of seven from three-point range, but I love the seven. There wasn't a single three-point shot that Patrick Williams took that I said no. Right. Every time, a good shot. Keep shooting. And I keep track of that. I keep track of Like, I will tell you, I'm not mad about him shooting one. He's a 42% three-point shooter. He should shoot seven every game or more. And so should DeMar. And Vooch was 0 for 6 in three-point range, but that's okay. But you got to and, – and DeMar doesn't guard anybody either. He he's was, been in foul trouble the last couple games because – He's been terrible defensively. Exactly. He's been terrible. And there was one sequence that was right in front of our eyes that told us everything. There was one sequence late in the game, top of the key. DeMar's got a three. He makes a catch, he turns, he's got an open three, and he puts it on the floor. And he ran himself off the three-point line, instead taking up a couple dribbles of slack into a contested two that he missed. Back the other way, they get a three. That's Bulls basketball. You can't win like that. At, At least not anything significant. You might be able to win 40 games, but you're not going to win anything significant. And am I wrong, or are they now out of the play-in? Like, as as of this the morning, moment. they let Good. me check the standings, but I believe that's the case, that Fine. they lose the tiebreaker, and they are, they're sitting there as the 11th seed. And they had so, like, these are the types of games where you go, come on, y'all. Yeah, they lose the tiebreaker to the Wizards, Dan. Right now, the Bulls are sitting at 12 games, out of first and tied for 11th, and they lose the tiebreaker. 
In fact, they are closer to the bottom of the Eastern Conference than the top. Okay. Get Victor Wembanyama, and then, then we're talking. Well, obviously, right? but he'll probably end up in Detroit. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.